This is the Thursday, May 5th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Happy Cinco de Mayo. We've got you covered with some baseball and hockey. No NBA tonight, but we got some plays. We'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, alongside Joe Fortenball, and also, I guess, technically my dog, Arthur, who is here wanting to be pet. Arthur, I'll always love it when he gets himself onto Sports Center. I, it's not you don't get to see him on Sports Center, but you get to see him bump into the tripod and wiggle the camera shot. It's always my favorite part of this working at this network. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty unique because he usually is just chill and sits there. So I was I felt comfortable with like not putting him in the other room or anything, which I could have done all of that, but. He happened to when the TV was going and wanted to jump up on the chair and he bumped the tripod. So it is what it is. He's a star. You gave him a taste by bringing him on a couple of times and now he wants on every time. That's how it is. That's true. True. I know. It's a, <laughs> they say in the old, in the business, don't feed the puppy. Like Once you start responding, you know, if you're on a, on a remote and there's people in the crowd and you start acknowledging them, all hell's going to break loose. So <laughs> you don't feed the puppy. All right, let's get into a couple games. I'm going to keep uh, – I talked about this on air yesterday briefly with Stanford Steve. We didn't really get into it in a full discussion on the show, but I'm firing uh, uh, – fading against the Reds' run line, just blindly doing it. I bet it like the previous night. Don't even think about it. Don't track the score. Don't do anything. Just check it maybe at, the, at, the, at night. And I'm like, oh, 9-3 in the 6. We're good. Uh, this one starts <laughs> in an hour and a half from our taping. I'm laying it with the Brewers, one and a half. I'm not going to do it this weekend because then the Reds host the Pirates, and we don't want to get involved in that nonsense. So I'll, I'll let that one slide. I'll let that one slide. Maybe maybe we'll see how the first game goes or so. But uh, but you got some other baseball plays for us. All right. These games are tonight. I'm going to rip through three of them. Number one, I'm going to lay minus 135 with Tampa Bay over Seattle. That Mariners regression that we talked about before the season started, it's very, very real. They've dropped seven of eight. And they send Robbie Ray out there today. Ray, Cy Young last year. But again, he fits Seattle perfectly because he's due for a regression and it's happening. He's given up seven runs in his last 17 innings, which isn't awful. But look at who he's pitched against. Kansas City, the Marlins, the Rangers, not exactly elite offenses. The Rays hit lefties better than Seattle. Tampa minus 135 over the Mariners. Game number two, I'm going to take a shot here. The Tigers plus 135 over the Astros. I like the price giving the pitching matchup. Scoobles going for Detroit. He's been rock solid in two starts. He's been average to slightly below average in his other two starts. So he does have the goods. And remember, Houston's about league average against left-handed pitching. So there's an opportunity here for Detroit to suppress those Astros runs. Now on the other side for the Astros, it's Orchidi who's pitching 5.95 ERA, prone to getting rocked. The Tigers have been miserable this year. I understand if you want to pass on it. Detroit plus 135 over Houston. And then finally, the Phillies. First five innings, minus half a run over the Mets. Okay, everything about this should point to the Mets. Taiwan Walker's pitched twice this season, both against the Phils. He shut him down. Aaron Nola just pitched against the Mets. Had a good outing, but not a great outing. Mets are red hot. Phillies stink. 
I like the bounce back spot for the Phils. They just dropped two in a row against the Rangers of all teams. Big series here with the Mets. Aaron Nola's going to go. He's been solid in his career against the Metropolitans and in general. So we're going to play the first five innings minus half a run because it's gotten pretty pricey. Phillies minus 125. Quick recap. Rays minus 135 over Seattle. Tigers plus 135 over the Astros. Phillies first five innings minus half a run minus 125 over the Mets. Wow. Quite the uh, quite the list there. So you ripped through <laughs> yeah. that. Um, I... Uh... Interesting. You're grabbing. You're taking shots. You're grabbing like plus one forty. I, I know that's the way in baseball, but when I do that, like Stanford Steve, like the Giants yesterday, I, I just can't. I need more than a buck forty if I'm going to bet yeah. into these like powerful lineups and stuff like that. But good up, good by you. Let's hit the ice. Um, Flames. Uh, I'm on them in the series. I'm on a minus one and a half games. Eked out a one nothing win in game one. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the one and a half here. I think we see a little bit more offense uh, from Calgary or Calgary as they like to say. <laughs> I'm in agreement with you. I, I would lay the one and a half. It's plus 105. Another bet I would make in this one, and it's juicier. It's minus 150, but I'd play the stars under two and a half goals. What you saw in game one, those Dallas struggles, that's not a rarity. That's not an outlier. That's how they've been throughout the course of the regular season. Dallas ranked 30th this year in goals per 60 minutes. And those woes have carried over to the playoffs. The Stars registered just 16 shots in game one. So it's not like they, they had a bunch of great opportunities but couldn't cash in. They couldn't get to the net, and they most certainly couldn't score. Now, Calgary, number one in the NHL in goals allowed per 60 minutes during the regular season. So they've been a freight train all year long, and they allowed just 29 shots per game during the regular season, which is top five in the NHL. So the fact that the Dallas struggles to get to the net and struggles to score – Happened in the regular season, happened in game one. Calgary does a great job defending the net and not letting opponents get to the net. And that happened during the regular season and in game one. I see that carrying over. I think the only difference in this game is that Calgary makes adjustments to get more offense. I wanted to play under five and a half for the game, but I'm worried that the Flames explode offensively. So I'd lay the one and a half like you're saying, and I'd also play Dallas under two and a half goals. I don't see a way in which they find the, their, their way to three goals tonight. They get to two, sure, but to get to three, I don't see it happening against this defense given their offensive struggles. I'm right there with you. I can see that for sure. I, I want to throw a parlay with the Avalanche. I mean, I know. Yes. I mean, six. I mean, they should just steamroll them again. I, I, I Nashville's expect... goaltender is out again. They blitzed them in game one. They're right. probably going to beat them in game two. And if you money line parlay it, I think that's a smart play. I would I would expect the Panthers to bounce back, but you just never know. Hockey's too unpredictable. I'm such an NBA guy where you just know, like the game twos, I was both on the home teams in the West because I expected them to bounce back. Uh, excuse me, not the West, but the other night, two nights ago, where both teams yeah. lost at home in game one. But uh, I just, you just can't assume that. you got to be careful there. But maybe open a parlay leg to something on Friday. Now, Joe, I'm not on the podcast tomorrow, so I don't have a play uh, in the NBA. But I want to say I like the Warriors to roll Saturday night. I would lay the six and a half right now. I think they blitz them. I think it's got blowout written all over it. That's just my opinion. If you want to throw them in a money line parlay, go for that with Nashville maybe. Uh, I threw them with both favorites last night, so I have a, I have a nice plus like 130 money line parlay brewing that I just need the Warriors to win. But that's what I got. Anything else to add for the people here? I, I would throw in Warriors minus three and a half in the first half against Memphis. I think you're right. I think they come out and blitz them. The injury to Gary Payton, uh, Steve Kerr won't shut up about how Desmond Bain broke the code with that foul. So this is going to be the biggest game in the history of Chase Center. Now, I know that doesn't say much because Chase Center's only been open for a few years, but this is the biggest game that they've had to date 
The place is going to be rocking. Warriors come out and blitz them. I like him to cover three and a half. I'm also keeping an eye out for Jalen Brown player props. He was nuclear, nuclear against Milwaukee in game two. Game two, he couldn't miss. I think the uh, number for his points prop might be inflated a bit. We might have an opportunity to go with the under. So keep your eyes open for that as well. Okay, just a reminder of the people today, our last show of the work week, 6 Eastern on ESPN2, but then we have another show Saturday morning for the Derby and UFC and everything else. So join us 11 a.m. Eastern on ESPN2 this Saturday.